Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Tonight we have a amazing modern Purim story, complete with a modern Haman, and the rest of the story you'll have to find out by listening. In 1954, that was Tafshin Yud Dalid. 5714. There was a terrible plot, a terrible plan in Soviet Russia that was ruled over by the evil, horrific, monstrous dictator named Joseph Stalin. Now his name was Joseph, which comes from the Torah, but don't think that he had any good in him at least not showing it all on the surface. He was a terrible person, evil, a hater of Jews, and he actually murdered, unfortunately, 40 million people during his rule of Russia. He hated most the Jews, and of all the Jews, his number one enemy was the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson. Imagine, he considered the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe, Yosef Yitzhak Schneerson, his number one enemy. And he tried everything he could to to um, stop him from teaching Torah and mitzvahs and encouraging his chassidim and so forth. But it, this is not a story about the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, this is a story about the Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Schneerson. So, this plan of Stalin, may his name be erased, was called the Doctor's Plot. There was a lot of false propaganda, it's called, um, false information that the government would put out to try to influence how people thought. And this was an example of it, where they claimed that Jewish doctors are trying to poison Stalin, may his name be erased. Of course, was not true. But that's what they claimed. And they said that as a result of that plan, they were going to punish all the Jewish people. And they actually began to gather Jewish people together in um, concentration camps, which a, a concentration camp is not a camp like a day camp or a or an overnight camp that you might go to. It uses the word camp, but it's not at all for fun. It's in order to murder people or enslave them or both. And the Yidin were actually being gathered together on trucks and so forth to these camps. And the idea was, Chas that they would be killed, that there would be a big pogrom. They would, the government would encourage the the Goetia citizens of Russia to attack their Jewish neighbors and kill them and so forth. It was a terrible situation. And many of the Chabad Hasidim had family still back in Russia or friends. And so people were very, very worried about it. They had heard about it. They were very, very worried. And it was on Purim Day that the Rebbe made it for Brangen. Rabbi Menachem Mendel Shneerson made it for Brangen. And during this for Brangen, 
he began to tell a story. And the story was about a chassid whose Rebbe told him that he should go to vote. And this chassid didn't really know anything about voting, but he knew that his Rebbe told him to do it. So he put on his Shabbos begodim, his Shabbos clothing, and a gartol. He's going to do the Rebbe shlichas. He's going to do what the Rebbe instructed him. He goes to the voting place, doesn't really know exactly what to do or where to go. But when he goes there, he hears people shouting. And it seems that somebody had given a speech or something similar. And he hears the crowd saying, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Which you and I know that that hurrah means like hooray. It's like the, if we go to a event and there's a big crowd and something good happens, we say hooray, hooray. Or maybe if we just hear good news, hooray, woo! That's what it was. But the chassid did not know from such things. And therefore, when he heard the words hurrah, he thought, okay, they're saying two Hebrew words, who, ra, that this person, that whoever they're talking about, they're screaming about, is bad. Who, ra, he's bad. And so he figured his rabbi probably wants him to participate. He told him to go to vote. He figured, okay, he's supposed to participate. He joined the crowd. And he joins them in saying, hoorah, hoorah. Which he's thinking what it means is, he is evil. This is directed against somebody who's evil. Hoorah, he's bad. Hoorah, hoorah. The rabbi's telling the story. At some point, the chassidim connected this story with what was going on in Russia with Stalin may his name be erased. And they realized that the Rebbe wanted them to join in to the story and also shout, Hoorah, Hoorah. And they began to do it. And of course, they were thinking that this was directed towards Stalin. May his name be erased. Hoorah, he's evil, he's evil, he's evil. Because everybody was thinking about the terrible thing that Stalin was doing, which was making this whole plan to kill Chas Vashon they're shouting, shouting, the chesim are shouting, hoorah, 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 he's evil. They're directing all their energy towards crying out that he's evil, he's evil. And of course, that evil should be destroyed. Anyway, I don't know exactly how long this went on for, but the next day or the next couple of days, the news came out from Russia, I think a few days later, that Stalin had died at about the time of that Febrangan. And the Hasidim understood that the Rebbe directing them and they putting all their effort into screaming out, Hoorah! Having Kavana on Stalin, may his name be erased, was what killed him. Very similar to the Purim story. That the Yidin's Tefilos, the Yidin's prayer, reversed the plan of Haman that he should be killed instead of killing Yidin. Now, of course, it's a beautiful story. It's a true story. It's a happy story for Yidin. But there's another story which is maybe even happier. And that is a story that happened to my friend and many, many other people. This is when I was living in Sharon, Massachusetts. My friend came to visit me. His name is Manus. And he told me that he was at a Febrangan recently 
This was probably back in around Tufts and Mem, hey, 1985, something like that. That he had been at it for Brangen in the same place, 770 from Parkway, Brooklyn, New York, Crown Heights. And during that for Brangen, the Rebbe had encouraged the crowd of Chassidim, probably several thousand people, in singing, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach. To sing with all their strength. And how long did that go on for? So I happen to know it went on for 90 minutes. One hour and 30 minutes, an hour and a half. So imagine if the power of Hasidim was so great that screaming out, hoorah, hoorah, could actually bring about the death of an evil person, one of the most evil people in history, Stalin, may his name be erased. Imagine how much good could be done from 90 minutes of crying out, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now. And so therefore, I would encourage all of us to do whatever we can to bring about Mashiach quickly. That includes saying that we want Mashiach now. Saying it, singing it, thinking about it. And the truth is that many, many, many of our tefillos are really requests for Mashiach to come. Shemana Esrei, especially so many places in Shemana Esrei. And many, many, many other tefillos, benching, everywhere. And very, very important for us to focus on these tefillos and to really, really cry out from our heart. And in general, learning Torah and doing mitzvahs brings Mashiach quicker. And when it comes to goodness and kindness, it brings Mashiach quicker as well. And especially to learn that part of Torah, which is about Mashiach and Gula, and especially as it's explained in Chassidus. And may Hashem help that our efforts should actually bring the gula immediately in a complete way, the complete and final gula. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more, and even more so, thank you for doing your part and more than your part to bring Mashiach quicker, to learning taita, doing mitzvahs, honoring your parents, doing goodness and kindness, giving tzedakah, learning taita, and so forth and so on. A very frail and Purim, a happy Purim. May we celebrate it with Mashiach in the base of Mikdash, rebuilt in Yerushalayim immediately. Thank you, thank you, thank you.